You are now tuned in to DAR Sports Media. We're going to do a little week in review for the NFL. We've got a lot of uh, everybody in the group chat today was really looking forward to this episode. And then um, I don't know if they're going to get what they're looking for because our guy Tay of Tay's Takes LLC is resolute in his in his predictions and his convictions riding with us tonight. We've got our main sports contributor, NBA and NFL, Jeff Axel. We got our man who's plugged into the scouting community, Apollo, Shaka's Apollo with us. And, of course, the mogul of Tay's Take LLC Records, Tay, along with our mogul of DAR Sports Media, True God. Uh, he's there, but he's not there. Hold on. He's still – things work. The connectivity down in Atlanta works a little bit differently than up in the Northeast than in President of the New York Jets fan club. His reaction to the very unfortunate situation last night, in case any of you out there are uh, living underneath a rock, if you don't know yet, Aaron Rodgers, a whole 75 seconds into the season. That's a real number. A whole 75 seconds into his Jets career. After all of the hype, all of the offseason, blew his Achilles on his first pass attempt. Uh, out for the season. We're back with Zach Wilson. Um, a lot of us were licking our chops like a hyenas at the at the corpse. But Tay says, absolutely not. He says he's still more resolute than ever. He told us when we got on here to to record this, he said, not only am I not wrong, I'm actually more right than I thought I was in the first place. So, Tay, Tay give us the take. Jets still, huh? Still. <laughs> yeah. When when uh <laughs> when, um yeah, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. I wasn't worried. Everyone he's out. I mean I, he's he's gonna retire, honestly, after Green Bay. They didn't But anyways, once I saw Zach Wilson come in and the team came together and they pulled out that win, they could beat anybody. It can be anyone. If you can win against the Bills, everyone, y'all think the Bills are the greatest team ever. If you can come in and beat the Bills, they can beat anybody. I think they'll get 10 wins and get to the playoffs. No problem. Very confident. Not flipping. I don't care who gets hurt. It, that just shows me. That just It just proved to me how good the Jets are. They can win with Zach Wilson. I'm, I'm, I'm set on the, the Jets being a good football team. That defense was incredible overwhelming at, at at many points in that game. Brees Hall genuinely might be the best running back in the league because holy fucking shit. Did you see some of the things that he was fucking doing? Just, oh my God. Um, I said it here on this pod. Said it to you. I said, this pass protection is going to be a problem. This pass pro is going to be an issue. And first goddamn drop back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers gets waxed, gets his fucking foot foot planted, tears his, his Achilles. Zach Wilson's getting the absolute dog shit beat out of him for the whole rest of the game because they cannot pass pro worth an absolute fuck. But still came up with the win. It was incredible. It was exhilarating. Um, Tay is standing firm. Axe, what do you think of this situation? I think it's unfortunate because Aaron actually seemed excited to be in New York. Seemed like the fan base, they had optimism and hope. But I just don't feel like 
Zach Wilson is going to play well for 17 games. And I believe they need to try to trade for a backup, whether it be Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew, Jameis Winston, uh, Tyler Huntley. They need to trade for somebody because I don't believe in Zach Wilson for the long-term success of this team. Uh, defense is great. Garrett Wilson is a, an elite receiver. Um, Brees Holy Hall, shit, that catch. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, he's elite, but I just feel like Wilson will shoot them in the foot, and I don't want Robert Sala, who I think is a, actually a good coach, to get fired because Zach Wilson out here tricking off the turnovers. So they need to go after a veteran backup, in my opinion, in order to succeed and make the playoffs. That division's tough. Apollo, what was your take and feelings on this uh, Jet situation last night? Um, yeah, it's very unfortunate. I mean, what, four snaps? Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Nobody wants to see that, you know, but nobody wants that for uh, for an athlete. Um, and, like, Rodgers, he's very polarizing, but still, man, like, even, like, no matter how you felt about him, when when we thought about this season, that was my, one of the main things uh, was the Jets and how, you know, how Rodgers was going to fit with them. Is he going to take them over the hump finally, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, no matter what, you know, and then you add uh, hard knocks to that too. But no matter what, everybody was at least wanting to see, uh, you know, Rodgers and how he would look in that uniform. But um, I think that in one way you can look at it like this. Um, and in one way, this is kind of karma. Uh, I mean, because Aaron Rodgers, you know how his tenure was with Green Bay. I mean, especially towards those last few years. Um, it wasn't it wasn't pretty at at, at all. <laughs> um, so, you know, one could say that when you want to force your way out, you know, albeit you know he did it so different differently uniquely, but if you want to force your way out, sometimes the grass is not always greener. Um, and you know anything could happen. But I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers do just like everybody else, about the Jets' all the the Jets' offensive line and their woes. Um, I mean, you've been hearing about it all, all season. You've seen it last year. Uh, um, they didn't make any moves to really buffer that line either. That's why, like, I mean, they're getting all these damn skill players like you know, Dalvin Cook and all that. Like, it's cool. But if you're not protecting Rodgers, this could have happened. It's just that, you know, nobody expected it to happen that soon. Um, other than that, the defense was lights out. Um, Josh Allen, uh, like I said, uh, I made that that tweet yesterday. Um, I actually agreed how Josh Allen has been regressing for the past few years. Um, and people don't want to really speak on it um, because they're in love with him. But it's like, you know, Boy, his mechanics are like very loose. <laughs> After Brian Dayball, you know, left him, you can kind of see that. And um, I don't know, man. Uh, that 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 catch by Greg Wilson—I mean, that was all time right there. Um, that's so far, you know, that's the catch of the year. Might be the catch of the year, even when it's all said and done. And we'll see, of course. 
but uh, it was just the concentration that that kid has. And, you know, to, to not have Rodgers, and he was the main one that was hyped up to, to have that connection with Rodgers, but for him to still, you know, be focused and concentrate, man, that, that took guts, and um, he's going to be a star. Um, Brees Hall looked like he did before he hurt. I mean, I was, I was glad to see him. Um, Delvin Cook looked all right. You know, I think they're a nice little one-two punch. Um, it would have been better seeing Rodgers at the helm. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, in some ways, I do agree with Axe. They should, they should get a veteran backup. But at the same time, man, like, you might as well just, just, just go like how y'all rolling, man. You know, y'all got to win. That 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 uh that kickoff return was electric. I mean, you talking about some movie type shit? Like that is something that they can't wait to put in hard knocks the next episode. Like you know for sure they got the montage set up that. So um, you know for for TV purposes, entertainment purposes, I mean that was great. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really I I don't really see the Jets making the playoffs this year. I mean, it's too early. There's a lot of football to be played, but we got to be realistic. We've seen the same thing last year, and I don't think the defense is going to be able to carry them all year like they did last year. There's uh, the next five games. They're only favored to win one of them, and it's only by, like, two points. Now, um, now, so with Rodgers? No, like, that's now. That's with Wilson. But but I, I wonder what it was, you know, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause those that's still kind of a gauntlet that they're you know that they got. So we'll see. Drew, you were really excited to to record this tonight. Uh, <laughs> Tay is resolute. He's defiant in your face. What do you got to tell him? I don't really have anything to say. I'll be honest. I'm fucking watching Hulu and YouTube. Pretty much all week, so uh, I didn't even see the game. I will say, I have no desire uh, to go against whatever Tay said. Um, he can believe what he wants. We know half what he says don't make sense anyway, and, and that's cool. Um, I don't have the Jets doing anything. I think this was a one of those not a fluke win. It was early in the season. It's first game of the season. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things don't look the way it's going to look. Come week six, week seven, that's when you find out who the real, you know, after week six, week seven, that's when you start to see who the real teams are. Um, I have a take on the Bills, but I'm going a, I'm to a save it. I'm going to wait a couple more weeks and i come back to it. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I didn't actually get to watch the game. I saw highlights. Um, I did see, you know, uh, what the Jets did, and I think – their defense is, is going to be a force to be reckoned with if they stay consistent, but I don't have faith in them. And, I mean, there's a chance they play better because maybe Rodgers is wearing the team down, like, mentally too. You know, you don't, like, all the, story, the stories that came out today, um, there's always a possibility he was mentally wearing the team down a little bit. But um, uh, I don't know. I don't see Wilson being the guy. I don't see him being the guy. Um, if they do get a veteran, I mean, like, what veterans are out there really that's going to make an impact? Um, I, heard, I heard people say they should give Colin Kaepernick a, a look. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I saw – who else? Um, I think they had a list of veteran quarterbacks available. People talking about Cam Newton and shit. And I'm like, 
a little <laughs> like come on man like you know like we got to be real like at this state at this stage of the game in this season the veteran quarterbacks who are available they're available for a reason and they're not going to make a difference you can't just plug in somebody and expect them to automatically be able to do do what needs to be done to not to with that fucking offensive team. line that's that's yeah. the that's the problem people are naming all these quarterbacks and like yeah if this was a complete Super Bowl ready, just go in there and don't fuck nothing up. But they have no pass protection. And when the main thing, the primary thing that that separates the good from the average, from the bad, from the terrible in the NFL, one of the biggest things is their ability to operate under pressure when pass pro breaks down. If you have no pass pro, bringing in any of those people is going to be just as fucking disastrous as this Zach Wilson thing is. Look, man. I agree. They knew it. <laughs> they knew that that was going to be a problem. That they knew last year that was the biggest weakness. How dare you sign a premier quarterback and he's 38 years old and you do not buffer that line to your best ability? Exhaust all your assets. Y'all up there getting skilled players, but how the fuck they going to get the ball <laughs> if they come on, man? Like, I don't get it. Somewhat lost in this is this is going to fuck over the Packers too because that trade it was a uh, conditional first round pick. Rodgers had to play seventy five percent of the snaps of the season. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. So it'll be extra disastrous if he ends up retiring off of this. Which torn Achilles, forty years old. I'd say there's at least a, in you know there's questions whether this dude even wanted to play anymore anyway. So I'd say there's at least a 50% chance we never see him again. So Packers are going to end up with a second-round pick, third-round pick. Jets are going to end up with nothing. They're going to end up having traded a pick for for fucking nothing. I don't know the exact – I wonder if uh, I wonder if the rights to the pick revert if he retires. Like, I don't know. Um, but I do know that in at least that way, uh, at a minimum, the Packers are not getting a first round pick out of this, um, which is fucking tough. Um, following this, um, I think the biggest thing, this is a pretty solid weekend overall for the DAR Sports Media Football Podcast, because basically everything, either in a point or a counterpoint that we've emphasized over the last few weeks, ended up showing itself this weekend. Um maybe maybe except for uh the uh everybody liking the Steelers a lot um because but that I could be like just them a case motherfuckers. Of... <laughs> that was you and Jay <laughs> I'll let you continue <laughs> I'm gonna um, disclaim it out oh you know we're gonna talk about it though because uh yeah that Niner gang but the NFC East pod we did pretty much everybody was in agreeance um their, their shining, uh, knight in shining armor, Apollo, couldn't make it that night. He was going to be the only one that was going to defend the Giants. Um, but the rest of us were pretty much in agreement that the commanders are going to come up. Commanders who got a good dub this weekend, by the way. Um, <laughs> we all predicted that in order for them to come up in the division, someone was going to have to come down. And we didn't see any other candidate for it other than the New York Giants. And holy shit. If they didn't come right out and show, yeah, we're the biggest, we're the best candidate to be heading down this year, it was the New York Giants. What a goddamn 
ass whooping. They got laid on them Sunday night. Apollo, thoughts and prayers. Shit. <laughs> hey, hey, man. That's, that's my NSV team. So, I mean, you know, I'm a Ravens guy. So, you know, sorry, uh, Giants. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little fair weather <laughs> when it comes to it at the end of the day. But, uh, no, all, all in all, I mean, it was a shameful performance. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Maybe they need, they need to bring back the four preseason game or some shit. Because, like, you, you get these guys a week off, and, and if if they were kind of on the cusp of a good or okay or a bad team anyway, shit, if you get exposed, you know what I mean? You're going to come apart at the seams. <laughs> So, I mean, that's basically what happened. Um, now, do I think this is going to be happening every game of the season? No. Um, I mean, no matter what, it's still week one. Um, it's only but so much you can take from week one. Uh, but this is one of the games where you definitely have to burn the film if you're the Giants. And, um, hey, I mean, you got to go back to what, what makes you who you are, or, you know, what, what gave you success last year. That's running the damn ball, um, play action, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that's it. Um, now, I also think that they have probably the worst wide receivers, wide receiver core in the whole league. Uh, yeah, I, I think they had the worst. So, um, I mean, that doesn't really necessarily help either. But, I mean, it, it just didn't show up, man. I mean, and then, you know, you see him quit on the field. I mean, I think we we all seem quit uh, on the field on national TV. So, I mean, it's a shameful performance. Um, and I was coaching because you know you got to have your players prepared, and that's also on the players. You got to have some 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 pride, and those men clearly didn't show any uh, that night. But like I said, the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys. They 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 look good. Um, I'm still not going to put that much stock in it because, I mean, you know, Giants didn't show up. So uh, I will say this, Dak didn't play particularly well. Um, not that he really had to do much, but still, um, that wasn't the best performance. So, I mean, I didn't really see anything from, you know, like a, like a, a play calling difference, you know, since Kellen Moore is gone and stuff like that. Mike McCarthy must have called the plays and everything. Like, I mean, all right, I just see more of a kind of like a run-heavy scheme. He was doing that in Green Bay. Um, so, no, it, I mean, it is what it is on that one. Uh, the Cowboys' defense, I mean, they're they're great. Uh, Michael Parsons, what can we say? Uh, Trayvon Diggs, what can we say? Um, but yeah, it was just a it was just a barn burner, and the Giants. I mean, they just got to burn that film and uh, reassess themselves after that one. I've been saying for a few years now, um, and it's been showing up, the real preseason to these coaches and these players is the first six weeks of the regular season. That's really where it's kind of seems like teams kind of put their shit together in jail and not even the preseason anymore. Um, As you know, I think a lot of teams just feel like, yeah, as long as we get out of the first six, three and three, um, we'll deal. We'll, we'll put the rest of it together later. Um, but it used to be the first four. Remember, um, you know, before they added all those games, it used to be like, all right, you gotta get out of September, 
you know, at least 500. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, like back then, the Lions will always be 0-4. <laughs> That's how you remember hearing the conversation always come up. Uh, axe, uh, the fucking Cowboys lowered the axe on the hapless Giants. Uh, how'd you feel about that game? Well, I'm giving credit to where it's due, although their fans are very fucking arrogant. Um, Cowboys defense looked elite. You know, Parsons, Gilmore, Trayvon Diggs, the other lineman, I'm going to fuck his name up. But y'all know who I was talking about, number 97. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they all, they look good. It looks like the Giants overpaid for Daniel Jones after one good season, kind of like he reverted to the mean. Um, it's still early, but they should have fed Saquon a bit more. Like he only seemed like he had rapport with uh Darren Waller. But I don't know, like Giants it looked pretty rough to get 40 piece day at home on national TV in front of the women and children. Like that shit's embarrassing. <laughs> so um, and then to your earlier point, like about them coming down and the commanders coming up. Commanders had a sticky game against uh Arizona. Arizona is probably the worst team in the league. They barely got yeah. out of that. Yeah. So I'm not too yeah, impressed. Sleepwalk, that we, slept sleepwalking through it a little bit for sure. Yeah, yeah, it, it was very stinky. So, <laughs> like, we'll see what happens with the rest of the season. I don't think the Giants be that bad, but one thing I will say about the Giants, Wink Martindale, with his defense, he's so blitz heavy, he doesn't make a lot of adjustments. Like, I want to see how that lasts because a lot of Giants fans in my mentions talking crazy you know i'm a ravens fan so y'all let wink martindale go i'm like yo his shit gets stale after a while he's like a defensive greg roman so we're gonna see how it lasts this season if he don't blitz he ain't got no adjustments so this season should be interesting they ain't sneaking up on nobody they ain't gonna be winning these last minute games like that like this season can go left for the giants and they fans are talking way too spicy for being 10 and 6 and i mean 10 and 7 and I don't know. I just don't really like their fans. It was a little too early. I did uh, witness a lot of the offseason. A whole lot of people. And I'm not saying Dable's a bad coach. I like Dable as a coach. But, man, you would have thought that dude was, uh, you know, Bill Walsh and Vince Lombardi had a fucking baby. And, and out came Brian Dable. And he's just this and he's that. And uh, he has a gauntlet of infinity stones with Bill Walsh and, and – uh, Vince Lombardi and Bill Belichick and all these. Oh, he's just, he, oh, he's just so amazing. Yeah. Well, his team looked completely unprepared, gave zero fucking effort and got the holy ever loving dog shit whipped out of them by a team with a coach that a lot of people have mocked over the years, rightfully so, Mike McCarthy. So maybe we could just pump the brakes just a bit on crowning Dayball the greatest coach in the history of the NFL. Tay, even with the Aaron Rodgers injury, the New York Jets put forth way more effort than those Giants did on Sunday night. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. I mean, I mean, I believe in bagging. I don't think the Giants are going to be a playoff team like they were last year, but you can start – like, it was a really bad first game, but you can bounce back from this. Like, there's, there's been worse. Like, I know there's been worse. Every team has a bad game too throughout the season. And I mean, the Cowboys are better than the Giants. I mean, like, you know, this is it's not like it's not as bad to me because it's not like they lost to the Cardinals or something like that. Like the Cowboys are supposed to be better than I don't know they're supposed to beat them by forty. 
But they're supposed to be better than them. They're supposed to like dominate them, I would say. But um, yeah, I just think I just think they just played they just played a terrible game. Offense, defense, special teams, every every way possible. You know, just couldn't get nothing going. I mean, probably, offensively, they didn't really they didn't really have to do anything. Honestly, Dak Prescott he didn't even have 150 passing yards. I mean, they just you know they just took care of business on all three sides of the ball, and they just dominated you know what's funny is uh i have somewhat similar sentiments on what you guys are probably expecting me to come on here crowing about um that 49ers steelers game uh it felt like that that um that uh felt like that game was pretty much over in the first 10 minutes Steelers said, oh, never mind. We came out here and we were not ready to get started on the year. We're going to go ahead and just just pack this up and head on out. Um, so he said shameful. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, you know what? Obviously, I'm not going to complain when um, my team comes out and, and fucking obliterates somebody week one uh, on the road in the early game uh, that a lot of people were a little bit hot on. Um, I, I wasn't quite as harsh on it because I was kind of one of the people that was like, Hey, maybe the Steelers are coming, but there was a lot of shit talk about, you know, how the Steelers were like the preseason champions this year. And everybody's was making them the, the hot sneaky pick to be the sleeper and all oh, Kenny Pickett's been perfect. The whole preseason, da, 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 da. He collected a perfect ass whooping on uh Sunday. Axe. You seemed like you were ready to go. You said I didn't say nothing good about the Steelers, <laughs> and now the harvest has come ready to, to the fruit is ready to be harvested. What did you think of that game Sunday? Well, they're a mediocre team. Like that's just what it is. Now, 49ers definitely look primed to probably make a run in the NFC. Um, we all pretty much predicted they'll be an elite team coming out of the NFC. They took care of business. I do believe Brock Purdy is legit. I feel like people need to stop questioning on him. Like, he's proven it to me. Um, Brandon Ayuk is kind of looking like wide receiver number one instead of Debo. I think that's been an interesting uh, development. Finally, and, I think – I don't know if we talked about it on here, but um, that's a big one in Niners uh, – the Niners fan base that we joke about all the time. Every year is going to be – oh, this is going to be the year for Ayuk. This is going to be the year. Um, uh, it might really be the fucking year because, goddamn – he was turning people inside out, which way, every other way, uh, but loose. And I think you're right. I do think that was kind of a statement game by Brock Purdy um, because our the right side of our offensive line was not – had a great disadvantage against the left side of the Steelers' pass rush. So he was under duress. It's a decent defense and still carving them up, carving them up, dropping touchdowns, eluding pressure. Um, I'm pretty sure he actually, I don't know if you guys saw the highlight, but Mika Fitzpatrick came free on a blitz and I'm fairly certain Brock Purdy saw him and set him up because he let him get way, he let his momentum get way over the top and then jumped out of the way at the last second so that Fitzpatrick just flew right by him and had no chance to make a play. Um, I think you're right. I think that was kind of a statement game from Purdy. Uh, I think we're only about, maybe three more away of those from able to be like, yeah, no, he's, he's a stud. He's top half of the league. This is legit. Um, yeah, I'm not taking 
a team that starts Patrick Peterson in 2023 series. That man, like, 58 years old. He talking spicy for the game, like, he going to kick him off. And they only got T.J. Watt. Like, that team is not Peterson a was the guy who got directly beat for the two touchdowns. Too. Yep. <laughs> got barbecue. So, ain't nobody concerned about them. I mean, we'll see what Pickens can do without pushing off. Like, I, I'm just not really impressed with that team. Najee Harris is cool, but they're not – they're not a threat. Like, they're not. Nah, I didn't fall for the hype. So, Niners went to the East Coast and took care of business. That's what it was impressed with me. They was on 10 a.m. time, just yep. whooped their ass. So, <laughs> yeah, like, Greased nobody's moved by the Steelers. <laughs> that, Apollo, you said this was, a, this was a shameful display. You got anything else to say about the, the old division rival Steelers? Um, Yeah, well, I'm I'm pissed off. One reason because Deontay Johnson, who's on a couple of my fantasy teams, he got hurt. He could be out for a couple weeks. I'm angry with that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll put it like this: Kenny Pickett, ugh, that was a bad showing. Um, he was he was frantic <laughs> when the when the when the plays broke down, um, a little frenetic at times. Um, so that wasn't really uh, good to see. Um, Jalen Warren, um, I, I, I like that kid. Um, he's probably going to get a little more work on, on early downs because I mean, he he's got some he's got some shimmy to his game, you know. Um, but I mean, of course, Pickens Pickens a beast, but I mean, uh, he was a no show. I mean, at least I didn't see. He didn't pop off on the screen, you know. Um, I think Allen Robinson had a solid, uh, solid game. Um, but I mean, other than that, yeah, they just look hapless. Um, just a shameful performance. Um, but like I said, still week one at the end of the day. But um, that's just good for us, you know, uh, us Ravens fans for the AFC North. So, yeah, it is what it is. Hey, how'd you feel about that uh that Niners clean out? Um it was it was very impressive. Now I'm not gonna overreact because I think this 49ers defense could be like like a top ten all time defense. Like this isn't this isn't a regular defense. Like I'm not this this isn't like this um oh you know this is this is a like all time defense like especially if uh it up. you know we had our first, our second round draft pick from last year Drake Jackson show up three sacks yeah especially if he's about to become an elite pass rusher too yeah there's this is, this is going to be problems yeah like I mean they can they can be with the the 2015 Broncos leading the boat 2000 Ravens like this this is a this is like this is a special defense. They're not regular at all. This is a special defense. And then it just doesn't mix. You got you got an all-time defense, and you got the worst offensive coordinator. In the league. I mean, it's, it's going to look bad. It's, it's going to look bad, and that's exactly what happened. Like, 49ers took care of business. They just they, – they do their job. That's, that's just who they are. They came in, went home. I mean, and you could easily – be talking about at least six pro bowlers on that defense, if not seven. Yeah. You could go mm-hmm. Bosa and then 
at least one of the other guys on the D-line between Drake Jackson, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead. Mm-hmm. You're talking both linebackers, Greenlaw and Warner, and you're probably talking Traverius Ward, who had an interception, and Talanoa Hafanga, who had an interception. Um, yeah, so you – and that's yeah, that's at least – there's a good chance you can get seven pro bowlers off this defense. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely. Uh, you know, the type of shit that we build on Madden – with uh, you know, trying to get pro bowlers across the board. That's the type of defense that you're looking at. Um, I'm guessing probably the last thing that stood out, just because we have such a Ravens heavy group here. Um, I didn't get to watch much of it. How did the the first day of the the Monken, the Ted Monken experience go? I did notice that um I didn't really get any numbers out of Odell on my bench on fantasy, and I, I didn't it didn't look like Lamar's uh, stat line was very high. But I know y'all did still go down there and lay an ass whooping. So was it a uh, a, a clunky ass whooping or what, Axe? It was 100% clunky. Like you could tell Lamar hasn't played in 10 months. Um, he definitely needed the preseason reps. Apparently he has hardball for him. And hardball said after the game he's going to get the stars in preseason reps. Like Zay Flowers looks like wide receiver number one. Um, Bateman actually looked good, surprisingly. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of a lot of the short throws. It was one point we was running too many tunnel screens, and Houston sniffed it out. The O line was atrocious. That's the worst I think we've ever seen our O line. We're not used to that. Um, they got to improve like a motherfucker because it was rough. Like we weren't happy, even though we won by sixteen. Defense looks good. Like I like where defense was at. Got a lot of pressure, five sex. Um. Injuries are concerning, though. We got injuries to most of the starters in that game, so that's what kind of took the sting off of it, too. Like, Marcus Williams, um, Ronnie Stanley's hurt again. Linda Bond's probably out a couple weeks. So it's a little concerning. Um, We're probably going to bring up Melvin Gordon for J.K. Dobbins. I'm not really thrilled about that. I kind of want to see Keaton Murray, but because he's on IR, we're not going to see him until week five. That's one of our rookies who actually looked pretty good in the preseason. So Justice Hill might be running back number one. For anybody who's in fantasy, he looks a little bit better than Gus Edwards this season. So I I want to be patient, but I'm going to give it like a C plus, B minus at best, because it, it was a lot of rust. And I feel like we need to be better. Axe, would you, or Apollo, what'd you think? Uh, I agree with everything X said. Um, uh, very, very clunky. Um, yeah, uh, he, he's definitely rusty. Um, uh, Lamar, I'm talking about. Uh, I, I, I feel bad for JK. Um, but man, you know, at the same, at the same time, I mean, he was kind of popping, popping shit. Like, you know, as far as him being unhappy and all that in the offseason, I thought that was very, very uh, tacky on his part. Yeah, that was uh, that's 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 going outside, man, where you're going to hold in and refuse to show up and I need this and I need that. And then, boop, gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you got to be aware, man. Um, You don't have any leverage, brother. You, you, You barely finished seasons and that's going back to college. You know, and the, your biggest ability is availability. I mean, 
and yeah, we we we, we talked that nauseam about the running back um, position before, but you know, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just a sad situation. Um, but I hope he recovers and all that. But I I think it's kind of safe to say they may be his last game as a Raven. Um, uh, and uh, as far as what Justice Hill, I mean. We should have always been giving him more burn anyway. Agreed. As somebody we, who has had him on his dynasty fantasy team for since his rookie year and has been right. suffering through this pain every year. <laughs> like, like, come on, man. Like, you you drafted him. Like, we drafted him. So, anybody in the league that knows him better, it's the staff that drafted him that that's with him at every practice. So. If the kid is electric or at least showing some skills and he's always at least had flashes every time he's been inserted into the game, like get a kid some little burn. I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like Gus is good. You know, Gus is the good power back. Um, but I agree with X. Hill just looks a little better. Um, Melvin Gordon, I'm not really worried about him. Um, I mean, he's just a plotter at this point. Um, Zay Flowers. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta admit, I didn't like to pick uh, when we drafted him, but I must say, the hype was real on this kid. He is wide receiver one. He is electric. I'm very excited for him. Bateman looks good. He's a solid number two, uh, with flashes of of number one skill. But I don't like Bateman's attitude either, because he was popping, he was popping stuff in the off season, being unhappy. I'm like, yo, you guys have no leverage. Y'all are missing half of the games. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, just just try to get healthy, stay healthy, so you can show what you can do. But I mean, it's it's all good. Uh, OBJ, oh, oh, OBJ. Even though he's thirty or whatever now, he still can get separation. Um, he 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 looked good. He looked good, and I think we need to give him more reps. But I understand why we're, you know, a little hesitant with, you know, giving him too much of a workload. He can't handle it. So um, that's good. Just just pepper him with targets. Let him get involved. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think we I think we got I think we got some good skilled players. Um, Mark Andrews. That was a surprise him not playing. Um, that, was, that, was, that was a surprise. Yeah, all we, of us who had him in fantasy, that was a big fucking surprise. Yeah. Yes, man. <laughs> and um, especially to have him out on the same week that Kelsey's out. Like, oh, my God. Um, Actually had both of them on one of my teams. I was like, "Well, damn." But um, but yeah, uh, I likely likely didn't do anything. Um, no, he didn't. He, he I didn't can confirm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't. Um, but uh, I'm a little surprised with that. But at the same time, we gotta, I, you know, you gotta realize you're facing a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback, so you don't have to do so much to beat them. So um. But uh, the defense, uh, you know, even though Marcus Williams got hurt and you know uh, Marlon wasn't there, uh, they looked pretty good, um, considering. Now I was very pleased. I was very pleased with our bookends, our young bookends, Ojabo and Owe. They they looked good. Um, they look like they got some promise. Clowney, I always thought that Clown, uh, Davion Clowney was a good pickup. You know, at a bargain basement price, he still can offer good, solid value, and he did. He had about two or three near sacks that game, so I feel that's good for him. 
especially the the, um, the year he had last year. So, um, I mean, just talk about Houston. Uh, Houston. I mean, CJ Stroud is going to be okay. You know, I mean, the, he's a rookie, and uh, D'Amico Ryan's is a rookie head coach. They got to figure things out. So I'm not going to expect them to look great overnight. Um, but um, let me see, uh, Nico Collins. I mean, he's a solid wide receiver. Uh, he, he had a good game. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, they'll be they'll be okay. The defense has some good plays. Uh, Houston's defense. But um, I mean, all in all, man, it's a rookie, and we we deserved and we were expected to beat them the way we did. Um, but it wasn't that smooth. But okay. okay. What? Any other thoughts on this week one? And what are you looking forward to in week two? Um, I'm looking forward to all the all the players and teams that had a bad week one. You know, like I want to see the Bengals, um, the Steelers, and then I also want to see um, I want to see teams that people are still hating on, like like. And stuff, so you know, <laughs> I, 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 I want to see a team like that continue to be successful and uh, continue to prove people wrong. Uh, well, that was another. That game was a duel for this for this podcast because you had uh, pumped up their defense a lot. Their defense showed up. That ended up being right all simultaneously. The rest of us said, "I don't know. I'd, I'd pump the brakes on Deshaun Watson just refinding his ability," and he. Uh, he looked better than Burrow, but he still kind of looked like Cheeks uh, on Sunday. So I think both of those were uh, more, you know, check marks for this podcast. Um, things that we kind of talked about. Uh, Axe, last week, and what are you looking forward to coming up? Well, last week, I want to give a shout out to Tua and Tyreek Hill. Like, they Woo! were cooking. Like, Tyreek, he might get that 2,000 yards he predicted for the season. Because... He only Especially needs 10 more games like the one he just had. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also want to give – I'm was. i going to give a shout-out to Jordan Love. Like, he played very well in his first start. I ain't going to lie. Tay got that one right because I didn't see the Packers doing anything at all. The Bears stink. But, I mean, he, he did what he had to do. And uh, how many also, um, How many more games for Justin Fields? Before we decide, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's not spooky, happening. Man. It's getting yeah. spooky. Like the numbers don't really look good. It's like it's to the point to where I understand like they're not a good team, but you got to see something in the passing game before. I, I don't see it right now. It's, it's looking rough. And then, what other item did you have for week two? Yeah, it's something else you were gonna say. Yeah. Um, looking at the schedule, I think the Chiefs and Jaguars game would be pretty good. Um, see how the Seahawks bounce back against the Lions because they look terrible against the Rams, which surprised me. And um, definitely looking forward to the Ravens and Bengals. Just our secondary is a little bit thin, but we'll see if since he bounced back, they usually kind of play well against our secondary, unfortunately. Um, I hope A.J. Richardson ain't hurt because I would like to see Colts and Texans. Shroud versus Richardson, I think that would be pretty dope. They, they said he's good. They said he, he would have returned in that game if, you know, if it was a competition. All right, that's cool. That's what's up. 
I see Tay over there smiling. He thinks I'm gonna let him off the hook for that Seahawks stuff, but <laughs> I, I I wait. Oh, no, I wait. I wait until until the siege is almost over to go rushing into the castle. So I'll I'll wait. But yeah, don't worry. Oh, I took note of Seahawks looking like dog shit against a team with no with one first round player on their defense. I saw it. Don't you worry. We all saw it. Keep going, hacks. <laughs> I was surprised by the Buccaneers and Vikings too. I didn't expect Buccaneers to go into Minnesota and win. I thought it was going to be one of the worst teams in the league, but they they had a good win. We'll see how the Vikings shake back against the Eagles. Because the Eagles, they they were surprising to shoot out with the uh, Patriots. I didn't see that one coming either. So a lot like the takeaway, like we said earlier, preseason is needed because a lot of these old lines were rusty. They're not doing two a days anymore. Um, a lot so, of offenses looked like shit on yeah. Sunday. That's my biggest takeaway. So I want to see how teams shape back week two. <coughs> Paulo. Any other thoughts on week one and what are you looking forward to in week two? Um, week one, uh, the Jags looked good. Um, I want to talk about Calvin really real quick. I mean, he went bananas. Uh, hey, man, I mean, came back with righteous vengeance. He came back with vengeance. Um, uh, I'm really liking them. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> like, uh, that, was, that was impressive. Um, uh, who else? Um, the the Dolphins, of course. Uh, Tua, good lord. See, but see, the only thing with the Dolphins is they're that classic team where they start off hot, but when it gets colder, they got to go out into them elements. It does affect them, and they start to wane down the down the stretch. Um. You know, and I don't think they have a strong enough of a running game to to supplant that. At least not yet, unless they trade for Jonathan Taylor, which I don't see happening. Um, uh, what else? Uh, uh, yeah, like I said, oh, like I said, the um, Buccaneers. Um, that was uh, that was interesting. <laughs> they gave a little more fight than, than I thought. Um, and I think, and I think they. I think they want to play for Mike Evans. Like something tells me that they, you know, that they want Mike Evans to to, to get that other thousand yard, that ten straight thousand yard season. So we'll see. Um, he looked good. He looked and he looked good. He looked good. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. Um. What we got the Eagles? Yeah, the Eagles and Patriots game. That was interesting. I think what I think what happened was that energy from Tom Brady's you know, like ceremony and all that. I think, you know, the, the players just probably fed off that. So that's why that game went that way. Um, uh, the, the Raiders, um, they looked all right. <laughs> they looked okay. Um, and for next week, I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward to, like, the Ravens-Bengals game because I think that uh, the Bengals are going to come out they're going to come out with more fire, more intensity. And uh, we definitely better have more intensity and more focus. Uh, so that should be interesting. Yeah, two teams with concerns from first, from week one, wanting to uh, 
redeemed themselves a little bit, I think, um, between the Bengals no showing and then the Ravens, you know, they got a they got a win by a wide margin, but it was it was sloppy as hell. Um, so both teams, I think, want to clean things up, put their best foot forward. Um, speaking of putting best foot forward, we got weekend wrestling coming back this week. So be looking for that on Saturday. We've got a nostalgia hour coming up sometime soon. I think we're going to cover, uh, the reign of cash money and maybe, uh, the year of nine in 98, uh, in general of music, because it was a huge, huge, huge year. Um, because you know, at the time cash money was taken over for the nine, nine, the 2000, um, Furthermore, uh, if you look back, you want to find any of our divisional previews. They're all up, going back. Um, True's new album, Comeback Trail, still out, still circulating. Check it out anywhere. Uh, True and Apollo just came out with a comic book rap album. It's out. What's the name of it again, Apollo? Straight out of comic book. Straight out of a comic book. It's available everywhere. You can download digital music. Um, we got always got access. Uh, articles popping up. On the website, finalrevolution.com, um, NBA season's coming up soon, so we'll be back with some NBA talk since, goddamn, we don't got anything else to talk about on the FIBA front, do we? Jesus Christ. No, they don't deserve an article. Like, fuck me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> damn, <laughs> sorry. They pissed me off. <laughs> so, right now, and more and more, going forward, as you guys can see, the world of DAR never stops.